Hey everybody, it's the Sift Football Podcast. We are back for the 2022-2023 NFL season. We are talking today about the AFC and NFC North, so we're going to preview those divisions and also add in some fantasy football stuff and some other things. We played a game that uh, is sweeping the nation. Uh, it's like NFL Wordle, and it is a is the new sensation. Uh, so I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the SIF podcast, save it for the football podcast. This is for the NFL 2022-2023, and this is our first episode. Um, We are going to talk AFC North and NFC North, preview those divisions, and um, talk about fantasy football and a bunch of other stuff. But before we do anything, I want to welcome in the mayor. Mayor, how are you? I am doing well, and first show of the season, and we already are enduring technical difficulties Hopefully, I can get that straightened out with my stellar equipment that I, I run on uh, to do this wonderful podcast. Uh, I am pretty excited for football season to start. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I'll confess, I didn't even know the Hall of Fame game was on last night until about five minutes before it started. And of course, it was delayed. Uh, I watched a little bit of it, but again, that's fake football to me, and I won't go off on the wall this time. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Uh, you saw more of it than I did. Um, I did see the highlight of the game, which apparently was on the first play. Jared Stidham, the uh, backup quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders, was tackled, and there was a roughing the passer penalty. So um, we're off to a good start for the season. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have anything else, or do you want to just launch into the AFC North? Well, I do have a couple things. Um, I have a SIF surprise for you coming up soon. Um, And I want to introduce a a new possible segment to our wonderful podcast. And we're going to play it out over the podcast here and see how well it works. And are you want to do that right now? Um, Yeah, let's do it now. If you're ready to do it now, we'll do it now. Okay, so um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are um, very aware of the new game Quartal or Wordle that is on the internet, and uh, I know we often uh, banter each other on scores. You seem to do better than I do, but you're the um, you're the professor. I'm the mayor, so that kind of makes sense. Um, but so this is an NFL version of Wordle where you will have six attempts to guess a football-related term, and we're going to do this over the air, so it might not play out well, and we might not do this again. <laughs> yeah, you know, without uh, technical difficulties and bits that don't quite work, uh, it wouldn't be the SIFT football podcast. Yeah, that is that is very true. So um, we are going to begin. Uh, now, the different rules to this game is it's going to possibly be five or six letters, but I will let you know which one before the puzzle starts up for obvious reasons, uh, because I started trying to go down the wheel of five and surprisingly, there's a lot of limited terms unless I add an S to the end of everything. That makes sense. Which is five letters. 
Okay, so let's begin. I'm ready. Okay, so I have my word, and it is five letters long. And may you have the floor. Wait, so I'm just supposed to guess a football-related term that might be five letters long? Right, and I will tell you which letters are in the correct place by the word you guess, and you will have to determine what the word is within six guesses. Just like the Quartal puzzle itself, or Wordle. Wow, um, that that's a highly visual game, and this one is this is a podcast, so the audio format is throwing me off. So I need fi- a five letter term. Could be anything related to the game of football, or is it specifically the NFL? Uh, we'll say the NFL. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. You said you didn't add an S to any of these. That's not what I said. Oh, I, well, I, gonna, I, I, I said there. I wouldn't do four letters because there's a lot. There's not a lot of five letter words. Yeah. that don't end in S. I get it. So I'll start with flags. Uh, flags. No letters whatsoever. Okay. Good to know. Um, I'm trying to think of other five letter words off the top of my head. I can already see how this is not going to work out. <laughs> um, well, I, it's just the the number of letters thing is literally really throwing me off. Um, what about, I know that you already said S and A aren't in it, but what about the word backs? B-A-C-K-S. No letters. Wow. All right. Um does this work like do I can I phone a friend or is there like a hint machine that I can press? Okay, so a hint machine would be it could nece- it doesn't necessarily have to be a football term. It could be someone that's associated with football. Okay. So it could be a name of a person. Correct. All right. Um so you're on your third guess of six. Yeah. I'm going to guess um Okay, I'm going to guess uh, the oh, man. Um, how about, wait, I, I, I think I got one here. How about lions? No, uh, the N is correct, but it is in the wrong spot. Okay. Um, um, all right. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of words, but how many of them have five letters? I don't know. I, I, I'm going to need another hint. There's so many words. Um, well, you know, the N is a letter and it is five letters long and it's associated with the football. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and I told you it could be a person. Okay. Um, a person with the letter N in their name. Um, but no A and no I, and no O, and no L, and no B, and no F, and no G, 
no S, no C, and no K. Correct. All right. Um, Are we uh, just going to scrap this whole bit? I don't know. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm still working through it. I, I think okay. it's probably it's got to have a U or an E in it, likely, uh, possibly a Y. How about Young? Y Y O U N G. That is a good guess, but incorrect. However, there is. A Y, a U, an N, and a G in the word. Is it Dungy? That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. You got it on the sixth guess. Yeah. You know, just with the the hint that it's a person related to the NFL uh, and it's five letters, not bad. It it only took me like um, seven minutes with most of that being dead air. But uh, I did. Well, so here's the thing. I think um, if we do this, I, I tried to start finding five letter terms, and believe it or not, all I was really coming up with was um, names. But I've got quite a few names that um, would line up to make this game a little less awful. But we'll um, we'll decide that in the future. Yeah, I mean, we could. Uh, I think with the narrowing it down to either a person or some other thing might help uh, right from the beginning. Um, it might be possible, but but you know, it, it happened. I I did it in six. So, um, all right, let's get into the ASC North. Um, obviously, the big news being uh, on the on the Cleveland Browns. Um, it looks to me like the NFL is going to step in and probably suspend Deshaun Watson for the entire season. Is that your take on it? You know, it seems like what what was the charade for to um, do this if the end result was just going to be them play for a whole get, find them for a whole entire season? It, it it's like they they wanted someone else to decide that once everyone looked at all the facts of how the NFL has ruled every other case in their history. Six games make sense from that perspective, but the NFL wants to set a new standard and it's hard to set a new standard when the precedence has been six games. Yeah, I agree. I, I do wonder though, if they put it out to, um, you know, that they, they wanted to get an somebody allegedly impartial, um, to look at this and then give their ruling on it. And then if they didn't like the ruling, they were going to always overturn it, which I think is what you mean when you say it's a charade. Um, but I think the backlash was swift and severe. And so the NFL knew they had to do something. Now, obviously, they haven't officially done anything, but the fact that they're stepping in to overrule this is a pretty good indication to me that this is going to go the full season. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with you. I just, I, it, I think it's weird how we're getting there. It is weird. Um, I think the NFL probably, sh- I mean, I don't know exactly what the legal processes are, but I think the league should have just gone ahead and suspended him for the whole season and, and, you know, left the charade on the sidelines, but that's not what happened. So with that being said, um, I went looking at this. I still think the Browns are going to be pretty decent with no Deshaun Watson. Um, I have them going 11 and six and most likely uh, making the playoffs. 
Oh wow, that's um, we're we're uh, really really far apart on this. Um, I think with um, Jacoby Brissett ready to jump in or be the wingman, you know, if Deshaun Watson isn't isn't suspended, I, I think this team's going to struggle. You know, they added Amara Cooper, but they're not really who they were a few years ago when when they had all that firepower. And I, I don't think they're going to have such a happy ending to the season, finishing at four and thirteen. All right, yeah. So I, I figured we'd be far apart on that. I think you know they got Nick Chubb, they got Amari Cooper. I think they've got a competent quarterback. I don't think he's great, but you know they've been doing okay the last few seasons with a competent, basically competent quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Um, so I, I I think they can still uh, win some games. So I'm making kind of a bold prediction there. Uh, at 11 and six. All right, let's move on over to, oh, well, before we do that, the, the AFC North plays the AFC East and the NFC South. And we'll also tell you that um, they have three games outside of their own division and those other divisions. They play the Chargers, the Browns do, the, they play the Houston Texans and they play the Washington Commanders. Um, those are, you know, the chargers are probably going to be pretty good, but the other two, they might stink. So um, they got kind of lucky, a little bit of a break there on that. What do you think about their schedule? Yeah, I I see their schedule. It seems favorable. I just don't see them without, um, even if Deshaun Watson does play and he is as good as he used to be or was the last time we saw him play. I, I still see them not getting a lot of wins, but Without him, they get even less, and my prediction is really based on him not playing. All right, and uh, but you can see they open the season at Carolina versus the Jets versus the Steelers, and then at the Atlanta Falcons, they could conceivably go four and zero or three and one right there. Yeah, and I, I just I don't think they're going to be that good. I think they're going to have a lot of you know. I just don't I don't see it with this team. Um, you know, I, I guess we're going to be really far apart on this one. But I think that's good when we're far apart. Uh, I mean, somebody's going to be right and somebody's going to be wrong. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers, um, you know, they have a quarterback uh, question mark. So uh, who do you think will emerge uh, from that uh, three-headed quarterback monster they've got there in, in Pittsburgh? You know, I, I think they really hope it's going to be Kenny Pickett. It might take a couple, might take a little of just letting him get game time and, you know, get let him go through growing pains and get through his rookie season. Uh, Mike Tomlin hasn't really had a losing season in quite a while, um, but I think this is going to be the first time he turns up a losing season. Uh, they're going to be a, a little subpar at 6-11. and 11. And I, I think they're going to be, you know, building on whatever Kenny Pickett's success is this year on to next year and then looking to start next year with a with a better sight in mind. Yeah, I completely agree. Six and 11. Uh, all of the talk is about Mason Rudolph being the best QB in camp. I don't know how much that matters, the talk in training camp. Um, obviously once they play a couple of games, we'll find out. I, I kind of doubt, I can't see how they go out and get Mitch Trubisky, draft Kenny Pickett and then start Mason Rudolph. But, um, that is the talk that I have heard. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what emerges. I think Trubisky starts the season 
and Pickett takes over. That's not a hot take, but uh, I think that's probably what happens. And, uh, you know, they got a solid team. And like you mentioned, um, Tomlin always finds a way to make this team better than 500. And they have made the playoffs a lot during his tenure, uh, won a Super Bowl. So, um, you know, you can't count them out. Let's move on to the Cincinnati Bengals, AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Um, They everything went right for them last year. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think that it's not going to probably happen again. Um, You know, look back at the last several teams that won a Super Bowl or lost a Super Bowl, I should say, um, and how they did the following season. It usually things don't break their way uh, the way they need to for a team like this to break to the Super Bowl. I got them going six and 11. Wow. We're, um, we're very far apart on this one as well. Um, you know, there's a saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, I think Cincinnati just needs a little fix or maybe a flag called or a penalty at the right given time. You know, um, I think the Super Bowl hangover is about as real as the Madden, Madden curse anymore. You know, it seems like teams have broken that mold. Kansas City has proved that there really isn't a Super Bowl hangover. They've been top contenders for a few seasons now, even after a loss. Uh, they haven't, re- you know, so I, I think that's kind of just where we sit on that. Uh, you know, five of their draft picks, out of their six were picked for defense. And I think it shows the confidence they have in this offense. And I think Zach Taylor and the Bengals will have a 13-4 season. And I made a mistake there. I should go back. The Steelers' extra games are at Philly, at Indianapolis, and versus Las Vegas, just to clear that up. Um, I don't think that's as easy as the Browns' schedule. The Bengals' schedule is pretty tough. They have um, at Dallas, at Tennessee, and versus Kansas City, the team you just mentioned. Um, So that's a tough – those those are tough – three tough – games that are added to the the divisional games and the games against the AFC East and NFC South. So I think that is one part of it is that they they're going to have a tough schedule being, you know, the the number 2 team uh last year. So um I think that that's a big part of my prediction here. I think that that schedule's just just pretty tough. Uh they get, you know, they have to play Tampa, they have to play New England, they have to play Buffalo. And obviously, as I mentioned, Tennessee, KC, um, Dallas. So I got them going six and eleven. What did you say you have them going? Uh, thirteen and four. All right, thirteen what and four. Browns prediction. What's that? What was your Browns prediction? I had the Browns going eleven and six. Eleven and six. And we both had the Steelers going six and eleven. So the last team in the AFC North is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, their games uh, outside of their divisions, they're playing. They're playing the New- at the New York Giants. They're playing at Jacksonville, and they're playing versus uh, Denver. Those are uh, much easier teams. Uh, I got the Ravens going twelve and five based on the fact that I think they've they've got a good team and they got a good schedule. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, except on the record, I. I have him going 11 and six. Uh, I don't think Lamar Jackson is really concerned with his contract at the moment. I, you know, there's always off season shenanigans. I think he's going to be ready to play some football and the team around them is very good. 
John Harbaugh always, you know, prepares his team in all three three phases of the game. And uh, I think uh, together this team is going to shine and be about 11 and 6. All right. So quickly, I just wanted to go over some of the fantasy implications for this uh, division. We have the Browns. Obviously, Nick Chubb will go somewhere in the first couple rounds. I don't know where Amari Cooper is going to go. I think his value is going to drop a lot because the quarterback situation there. Um, We're assuming, you know, Deshaun Watson is suspended for the year. That's the way I'm going with it. Um, So I don't think Amari Cooper is going to get drafted very high. Um, And then. The Steelers, obviously, Najee Harris will be drafted in the first or second round in most drafts. Um, And, you know, he'll probably be worth it. He gets lots of touches. And then uh, Deontay Johnson at some point will probably be be drafted. Um, I don't see anybody else on the Steelers getting drafted. The Bengals, uh, Jamar Chase will probably be a top 10 pick. Um, Joe Mixon will be somewhere in the first couple rounds. T Higgins is probably going to be a value wherever you can get him. And then I think Joe Burrow will, uh, will be drafted in most leagues. Um, and then uh, as far as the Ravens go, JK Dobbins back from the injury, he'll probably go in the first three rounds. Mark Andrews might also go in the first three rounds. He's uh, he's emerged as probably top two uh, tight end, at least for fantasy purposes. Uh, obviously, someone will take Lamar Jackson, and uh, I think Rashad Bateman now is the number one wide receiver with Marquise Brown going to the Cardinals. So I think Rashad Bateman will be drafted. Do you have any uh, thoughts on the fantasy uh, value of the AFC North? Yeah, like you said, there's. I, I don't think there's going to be a lot of value there. It's now uh, a super high passing yards and that type of thing. Running backs still are always going to hold their value. But, you know, avoiding that injury and, you know, your first round draft pick in fantasy football going awry and not only ruining your hopes of winning, but sometimes even your favorite team's hopes of winning. Uh, So not a lot of value there, but I think Joe Burrow, like you said, is going to get looked at. And um, I think, uh, you you know, I think you're on the right page there. And I, Jamar Chase, I think, is another one that's going to be ready to go. So last year in the league that we're in together, that you're the commissioner of, I um, started 0-3, and I ended up making the championship game. So I just want to say, if you are playing fantasy football, do not give up, because magical things are possible. Yes, um, and I'm having that yearly debate with myself about fantasy football. I love it. I hate it. Um, Being a commissioner of a league is starting to drive me crazy. Uh, more on that later. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that more later. Um, do you want to take a break? Yes, let's take a break. All right, take a break, and we'll come back with the NFC North right after this. All right, the NFC North Division plays against the AFC East and the NFC East. Um, So those are the two divisions they'll be playing in addition to their own, obviously. I'm going to start with the Detroit Lions. This is my sleeper pick. Um, We talked about this when we did our summer podcast, um, our summer shenanigans. Um, But I think the Detroit Lions are a lot of value. Uh, Will they win the Super Bowl? No. 
But uh, if you're going to bet on a long shot, I think the Lions are the one to bet on. Um, I So their, their outside games are versus Seattle. That's a winnable game. Versus Jacksonville, winnable game. And at Carolina, another winnable game. So um, I think they can go 11-6 and six and possibly sneak into the playoffs. You, you know, it's funny you say that because – Aside from the fact that they're still on the short end of the stick of that quarterback trade, um, you know, Dan Campbell, you know, I think he's inspiring this team, you know, and he can't do nothing but improve on a three win season. But like you said, it's a very favorable schedule. Uh, I, when I started looking at it, I, I wrote down 10 and seven and then I scratched it out and went with eight, nine. And then, you know, just listening to you and me thinking that, that they're, I'm not, they are going to surprise everyone. I'm going to go back with 10 and seven. Uh, I think that's, you know, there's, like you said, there's a lot of winnable games on their schedule. And I think there might be a chance for them to make the playoffs as well. All right. And um, so I have them uh, winning their first two games against Philly and Washington. They get them in Detroit. So, get a little bit of an advantage um, and then going on a pretty good win streak at the end, they play Jacksonville, Minnesota, New York jets, Carolina, and Chicago, all I think winnable games for them. So um, yeah, I, I like 11 and six and um, we, we didn't do this with the AFC North. Maybe we can go back and do it. I didn't write this down, but um, we usually do the uh, over under win totals and I don't have them in front of me. Um so we can do that uh, starting with uh, next week's pod, unless you got them in front of you. Uh, I do not have them in front of me. I was too busy trying to prepare our new bit that is never going to be used. <laughs> Classic. All right. Um, let's move on to the Green Bay Packers. There was a little Aaron Rodgers news, apparently um, doing uh, pretty intense psychedelics is what has, he um, has attributed to uh, making him have his most successful season as a quarterback ever. Did you hear that news? Yeah, I did. And, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is like the ultimate troll. Yeah. Um, he, you, you know, Lord only knows what's true and what's not. Uh, like he showed up as um, Cameron Poe to um, to uh, <laughs> training camp, you know, just proves that he's, you know, he's just trolling everybody. And the Green Bay Packers, you know, they extended the contracts of the coach, the the GM, and the vice president of this offseason. Didn't really say much about it. They're waiting yeah. for Rodgers to leave. Yeah, um, they're rolling with what they can, and I see a thirteen and four season ahead of them. Yeah, I got them going twelve and five. They're a very good regular season team. Um, somehow, always uh, falling short in the playoffs. But um, so they their games outside of their divisions that they're playing. Um, they play at Tampa Bay. That's a rematch from the game where they got crushed. Um, and then we have uh, versus Tennessee and uh, versus the L.A. Rams. So not not a real good break for them with their schedule. Um, but I still have them going 12 and five. Yeah, they're they're going to have a successful season for sure. And. Uh, they'll forget to play defense in the playoffs, and that's usually the story of the Green Bay Packers. All right, let's move on to the Chicago Bears. So um, the Bears, uh, you know, struggled a lot lately. Um, their extra games 
outside of their divisions they're playing are versus San Francisco to start the year. They play versus Houston, and they're at Atlanta. Um, but I don't think they're going to be much better. I don't think they're going to be vastly improved. I think it's going to take at least one more season for the Bears to be any good. I think they're going to be 5-12. and 12. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you what I wrote down for the Chicago Bears. Um, Justin Fields had a slow start. Uh, the Bears are willing to deal with the growing pains, and they're confident in his that he is the guy. I think they were struggling to get wins, uh, and they are going to end up for five and twelve. Wow! So, I bet you the ones that we agree on are going to be the ones that we're wrong about. That's just how it seems to work. So, if we agree on it, it's probably going to be wrong. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, anything else on the Bears before we move on to the last team? Uh, no. Let's move on to um, the team from up north. So we get the Minnesota Vikings. Um, they Their extra games are at New Orleans versus Arizona and then versus Indianapolis. They're, I don't think they're going to do very well. I have them going 7-10. and 10. Obviously, I like the Lions and the Packers in this division, and I'm going to stick with that. I think the NFC North was very much like the AFC East and waiting for Tom Brady to leave the division. Uh, I think Minnesota is one of these teams that's really waiting for Aaron to leave. Uh, You know, they've got a star-studded offense that is middle of the pack in scoring, and they've got a defense that's middle in the pack in defense. Uh, I see a very average season for them finishing at 9-8. and All right. So just to recap, I had the Lions at 11-6, and the Packers at 12-5, and the Bears at 5-12, and and the Vikings at 7-10. and Yes, and I have Minnesota at thirteen and four, Detroit at ten and seven, Minnesota at nine and eight, and Chicago at five and twelve. All right, so uh, let's just briefly talk fantasy. Uh, the Lions, uh, DeAndre Swift will be uh, probably a second round pick, um, maybe third round. Uh, they have Amon Ross St. Brown, who came on very strong at the second half of the season, especially. Um, he'll definitely be drafted. And then they got the rookie, Jamison Williams. Um, he will probably be drafted in most drafts as well. Um, I don't know that the Detroit Lions are going to have a high-powered, high-flying offense, but um, they do have weapons, so it's possible. And then the – Nope, she's not in here. Sorry about that. It was a hide-and-seek break there. Um the Packers, uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers, he usually gets taken really early in our in our league, especially, but he'll be drafted. Uh, it is going to be interesting to see what people do with the running back situation. Aaron Jones is still there. A.J. Dillon is going to be a big part of the offense. He'll probably take the goal line carries where they when if they have any. Um, and then at wide receiver, nobody knows what's going to happen. Christian Watson was drafted this year. Um, he's expected to kind of be the star, the next Devonte Adams, but we don't know what's going to happen with that. So somebody will probably take a flyer on him. Um, and then for the bears, obviously David Montgomery, a decent running back probably goes in the first, second, third round. Um, and then Darnell Mooney uh, is, can be a, a pretty good, you know, wide receiver three, 
probably be drafted, um, you know, five, six, seven round. Um, and then lastly, the Vikings, Justin Jefferson is looking like a top 10 pick for most people. Dalvin Cook might also be a top 10 uh, pick. So the Vikings, you know, a couple of Vikings going there in the first round. Do you have any thoughts on the NFC North fantasy football implications? Yeah, I think you covered that pretty well. I think there's going to be a lot more fantasy value in the NFC North than the AFC North. Uh, I think yeah. Aaron Rodgers, you know, he can, um, you know, especially in PPR formats, I think there's a lot of um, wide receivers that can be picked up, you know, just kind of look up and down that roster who's going to be playing, you know, might be some waiver wire type players that are out there. Um, I think Justin Fields has an opportunity to get some points this year. And the Lions, with their little bit softer schedule, I think they can um, – produce a lot of fantasy value like you were saying so uh just definitely pay attention to all those players and and don't don't overdraft Aaron Rodgers yeah don't overdraft uh quarterbacks I I don't think that's ever a good move all right uh I think that's all I have do you have anything else to add before we close up shop no, I, I think we're good. Uh, uh, should we tell them about our celebrity um, guests that we're going to be having in some of our future podcasts? Yeah, we are going to have on at least one guest this year, uh, guest host. Um, when we talk NFC South and AFC South, and I suppose we can talk about what we want to do next week. Do you have uh, a preference as to which divisions we want to cover next week? Uh, I think um, I don't know what your our guest schedule is like, but uh, I know we're going to have to do the NFC and AFC West last, paying mm-hmm. tribute to one Super Bowl champions. Uh, however, I I am good with um, you know doing the East next week if that's good for you, and we'll yeah. um, talk to your friend the week after that. Yeah, let's do the AFC and NFC East next week, and then um, yeah, we'll have on our guest co-host um uh probably maybe the week after that so for the mayor myself i want to thank you for listening we will be back next week and until then bye all right there you have it that's our show the sif podcast it is not goodbye it is goodbye for now we will talk to you next week uh when we talk about the nfc east and the afc east so i hope you enjoyed the episode share it with your friends who like football or just like uh, a good laugh and um again thank you for listening bye-bye